Hello, good evening, welcome to Warhammer Wednesday. We're playing Wrath and Glory for a slightly different Warhammer-y feel. Uh, this is the Bellerophon Index Session 3. Wrath and Glory is Warhammer 40k. Uh, joining me this evening are my usual band of horrendous miscreants, all of whom are very, very faithful to the Emperor especially his most faithful servant, uh, Aaron. That is correct. Uh, Sakar Rez uh, is becoming educated in the ways of, of the emperor, and uh, he fully intends on doing whatever it takes and worshipping in whatever way he has to to make sure uh, that the good father and the good sister don't put him on a funeral pyre while he's still alive. <laughs> but... Uh, he did start out as an underhive ganger, uh, an info broker, tagger, and scrounger for the Fagin Twists gang. He's uh, anywhere between 14 and 18 years old. Uh, he, he is now the richest he's ever been in his life because he's got a monofilament knife and an, and an armored flak jacket. And uh, he is excited to be outside of the hive for the first time in his life. He never thought it was going to happen, but he's also equally terrified. Yeah, and what more could you ask other than to step out into a wasteland of toxic waste? What luxuries these people take <laughs> you on? Uh, now, it's a toss-up as to who's leading this little mission, so I'll let them both claim it, starting with people are all in the wrong places. Oh, no, Jim, you're Dan. Dan, you're Jim. Which it's very understandable. Jim, Jim, do your jimming. Quick, Jim something. Hello, uh, I'm Jim. <laughs> um, I wear glasses. I normally wear a baseball hat and I've got a beard. Um, I'm nearly 51 years old. Why, why are you telling about your character instead? Oh, right, got you. Um, I am playing a priest called Majestus, who is a happy-go-lucky, uh, faithful gentleman who all he wants to do is spread the word of the God Emperor and, um, yeah, basically make everybody happy in the Emperor's light. Of fire. He's a hero, really. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's got a new toy as well, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, he got a bigger flamer. Yes. yes. He went from having a hand flamer to a bigger flamer. That's but he's still a, got the hand flamer flamer. as well. That's not a flamer. This is a flamer. Absolutely. I'm sure I won't use it, so... Speaking of hot stuff, here's Simon. So uh, so Simon's playing Julie's... I'm playing Julie's Battle, who uh, is an Inquisitor acolyte, although everyone above him is now dead, which basically means he's an Inquisitor because... <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with it i'd like to introduce you to the concept of simon logic <laughs> this is how simon rolls so basically we're, we're in a system that isn't supported particularly well by the inquisition uh, so the uh, order hereticus who i worked for uh, basically lost their big inquisitor lost his entire retinue and uh, and i'm the only one left <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Oh, and, and the rest of us little people. 
Not, am I wrong? I, I don't. Think you I'm you wrong. are wrong, but that's okay. Your character doesn't know that he's wrong. Yeah, and that's entirely that within your remit to believe yeah. that. Just because yeah. you've not been introduced to any other inquisitors, yeah, and doesn't mean there aren't any. And I have successfully completed the mission I was given by the Inquisition, which means I'm a rock star. You know, you have. If only there was someone to report to. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> because I, I told myself, and I am the foremost <laughs> order heretical inquisitor that's here i mean I, I i haven't got the badge yet you know the rosette and stuff but you know i've got the codes and i've got the little flashy symbol things so really an inquisitor really inquisitor speaking yeah. of people who are inquisitive dan m well, you very much. I'm on fire uh, with my segues to you are amazing you're doing amazing uh so i'm playing octavius um the um tech priest and a cybernetist cybernetist um and um perhaps a little bit too interested in um some of the lore and knowledge um that we're gathering i mean i personally feel that it's um to better know your enemy so as to better be able to kill him and you know bring bring the uh, blessings on the Omnisar upon everybody but absolutely reading all of this heretical documentation is important exactly or the cause of good so uh watch this space uh not corrupted yet am i no i don't think so a little bit thanks for the nice layup though because that leads me neatly into <laughs> the least corruptible member of the group <laughs> is dan p Hi, I'm very corruptible, but my character less so. Uh, I am playing Sister Evelyn, uh, Sister Novitiate um, and Sister of Battle. Um, she does what she does. She goes around and she gives everybody holy bolt rounds. Um, you know, got the God Emperor's deliverance. Not to carry, just in the face. No, just as she, you know, she, she delivers it through the muzzle of her gun. Um, and yes, she is very, very against corruption. Um, and, you know, keeping her eye on group make sure there's no corruption <laughs> did he mention corruption corrupt because there's they're watching for corruption there's what a lot of corruption. You, what will you do when it turns out that jim's the corrupt one i'll shoot him in oh, the head <laughs> <laughs> when he stops preaching of the word of the god emperor and starts preaching another word then i'll know <laughs> um yes i'm i'm very faithful and armored and have a big gun. That's me. Oh, Sister Evelyn. I wish I was armoured and had a big gun. <laughs> he is basically Buzz Lightyear to my Woody. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. disturbing. Heresy everywhere. <laughs> What's that game where you get post-it notes and stick them on your head and then you have to work out <laughs> who you are? I think this would be an amazing game to play with it. With, it would uh, be very good on Zoom, Jim. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not great on Zoom. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> right, so previously on the Bellerophon Index, our brave and mighty servants of the Empire schlepped their way down into the mid-hive to attend an auction to hopefully pick up a page from a book that might be the thing that their inquisitor was looking for and they got there and they had a nice little chat and they picked up the page and there was definitely no trouble whatsoever no xenos were involved 
not a single mutant to be seen. Uh, there wasn't a running gun battle in the corridors or in the auction house. And they definitely didn't make any kind of deal with a mutant psychic to get out of that level. Um, to get back to the Inquisitor, who they then found to be dead and exploded into a pile of goo. But that was okay because they, they looted the progenoid glands of a space marine and decided to drive the truck out into the desert in search for more information on this book. Now, who remembers what the chap with the book was called? I'm going to look at Aaron because he's always got notes on this stuff. Oh, let me see. Hold on. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the name. Uh, we're looking for a trader named Praxis. Uh, out in the wastes in a skeleton of a great beast. Uh, the skull is an inn or a tavern. Uh, and the guy's name is Praxis. And I think we've got to keep a certain sun or something on our left-hand side, if I remember rightly. Yes, that's Not right. that I was there, yeah. but yeah. I'm guessing the sun is left and you drive it is, in between you drive the out, other hives. Yeah. You drive out towards Anvil, the ore plant, keep it on your left-hand side and head towards the setting sun. So there you go. That's why I always look at Aaron. Yep. And when we left last session, you had just taken the external elevator to the floor of the hive and you'd stepped away from the toxic waste sump that bubbles around the base of the hive and looks down into that horrible trench that plummets down to the underhive and were about to approach a gravedigger outpost. The gravediggers are the local Imperial Guard where you hoped to be able to pick up a vehicle. Requisition. Yes. So we'll start you there. So who wants to do the talking then? Uh, Mr. Battle there, I, I don't think, for the most part, the gods, they don't they don't like to talk to underhivers. I think, you know, maybe since you're the... I mean, you're the new boss, right? I mean, now that now that the old boss is dead, I mean, that's how that's how that's how it works in the gangs. I mean, that's how I that's how I see it, you know. So then, then like you're the man. So I think uh, I'll, I will approach the grave diggers. I'll, I'll and I'll I'll look at um, sister. Hang on, I've got it written down, sister Evelyn, and I'll do this. <laughs> Sister Evelyn, well, you can't see her face because she's toxic waste. She's put yeah. her uh, helmet back, on, helmet back uh, on. But you can you can tell it's a bit, bit like Mandalorian. You can tell she's going like behind. But she's following you anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll head over to the grave diggers. So the grave diggers' little outpost out here is kind of a, a customs and excise depot meets security watchtower. It's quite a large compound there's easily enough space for three or four hundred guardsmen here they've got a number of vehicles and the whole place has got a big stockade around it a couple of guardsmen up top over one of the gates one of them waved to you when he saw you step out of the lift yeah i shall approach and say um uh, um get me your um uh, duty officer a vox crackles and a voice comes out saying who goes uh, see, see, I'll basically, I'll basically just uh, un uh, unzip my, uh, my jet. Oh, it'll be a button, wouldn't it? I'll just do a couple of buttons and, and pop it back. So my Inquisitor thing just slides slightly out to the side. The Inquisition. 
he salutes. Open um, the gate. Uh, we need a we need a vehicle and some supplies, and it better fit that. And I'm going to point behind me. Oh right, at the sister. I was like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, the yeah. entire hive. <laughs> no. And then I'll step in. Right, are the rest of you going in as well? Yeah, uh, Sakara really want be, to. This is not a nice yeah. place to stand around. Sakara would be right on uh, Julius Battle's uh, heels because he's still a bit unnerved after his last conversation with Father Majestus, and he wants to keep uh, as close to Julius as humanly possible. <laughs> as far away from Father Majestus as humanly possible. <laughs> Jockin. I know, right? Potato, potato. All you want to do is is offer him guidance and teach him the way to the path of righteousness by setting him on fire. Fire is the great cleanser. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I shall wait for the um, for the uh, duty officer to appear. A few moments later, uh, duty officer, who's a captain, you can tell by the insignia on their uniform, comes up opens up the faceplate on the mask they're wearing and shows their face, rips you off a smart little salute. Um, well met, soldier. Sir? Um, I, uh, I need uh, transport and um, some supplies. Uh, we're going out there. Uh, you'll need to supply me with a driver. Make sure he's a faithful one. I've got a priest here. You don't want him getting fried. Uh, we might not be bringing the vehicle back, so that's why we need the driver. Right you are, sir. Uh, bear with me. Let me just go and sort this out for you. Uh, would you like to step into the chaplaincy? Uh, we shall do that. Wait. Yeah. No sense having you wait around in an office like this. No, it's fine. So she reattaches her mask yeah. and leads you through to the chaplaincy, which is the next building along. As we walk, um, I'll ask him if he's got any intel on the uh, chaos incursion in the upper hive. I believe no the officer yet, was the female. Okay. I believe he said she <laughs> earlier. Did he? Did he say she? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm a mem I'm a uh, member of the Inquisition. We don't um, we don't uh, really uh, respond to that kind of thing. It's a she. I, so I, I'd missed that. I'm far too in, I'm far too That's involved right. in my own being than I am anyone else. <laughs> They're in uniform. They're soldiers. Do soldiers even have gender? Um, I do. Having been a soldier most of my life, I can guarantee you that we we do have genders. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking a, a, a turn. <laughs> turn for the weird. Yeah. Uh, so mm. she said, "There's no intel on the chaos incursion." No intel on the chaos incursion. Is that what it was? Uh, we've heard very little. We know there's running battles taking place. We've heard that there are mutants involved. Um, um, uh, well, there uh, were bodies of um, dead space marines. Heretic Astartes. Yeah, the bad kind. And the entire level, what level were we on? What level is the Inquisition 911, on? I think. Yeah, the entire level 911 is corrupted. They took a whole level. No wonder um, they've, they've hollowed us out. Um, they've taken... Uh, up and down from there 
Um, we think it was a surgical surgical strike. So well, that's why all I've got left down here is uh, skeleton crew. There's yeah. about twelve of us left. Uh, the chaplaincy's free because even the chaplains are out there. Yeah, I may uh, tap up your armory while I'm on my way out the door. Um, we, We're pretty empty, sir. You're welcome to fine. anything we've got. That's fine. Vehicles, we've got no shortage of because they took troops and stuck everybody back in the hive. Okay. But um, what we don't have is a lot of material. Um, can you supply me the driver? Like I said, if he if he ain't pretty um, uh, pious, he might not make the journey. Or grave diggers are pious, sir. Don't you worry about that. Good. Uh, I will survey the vehicles and then and then and then look to the rest of them and say, Dan, what's that new one called one. that they just released? Oh, the um, ash hauler, the big track thing yeah, with the, the ash hauler. Wheels. Oh, yeah. wicked! Let's get one of them. <laughs> yeah, they've got two of them, and then a couple of smaller car-sized vehicles. You're going to we'll need take, the big one. We'll take the big one. Yeah. Oh, we'll they're having a, a guard chimera knocking around. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, I'm not giving you, you a have, giant. I don't tank. think. I don't think you would have fitted in a in a chimera. Uh, can we have a Can we have a bane blade, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, It'll go me attic, but otherwise you're not getting one. <laughs> um, I might I might see if I can grab a couple of grenades from there at Armory. Okay, I'm going around requisitioning all the Oh, right. Who does he think he oh wait? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know exactly who I think I am. Um, yeah. Right, you can requisition in total um six grenades and a LAS rifle. Cool. If you want. I was just after some grenades. Yeah. I give the Laz rifle to uh, Sakar. You'll need that out there. Sakar looks he's like, uh, thanks, sister. I don't uh I don't I don't know how to use this, sister. You point uh, that end at the bad guy and you pull yeah. that thing there, yeah. zaps them. Yeah, you'll learn. Uh, Lesson one. Uh, 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 all right, sister. That that sounds great. Uh thank you. This is uh I, I will and, take and this year's salary. Thank you very much. I can, or, I can, I can keep this when we get back. To the ways in flame. Uh, you know, Father, I, I think maybe uh, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm adept enough at the moment there to to be using oh, a flamer. But uh, it, it would be fine. Lesson one is where I burn you a little bit, so you don't <laughs> burn yourself ever. I, I think let me uh let me see about mastering this year uh, las gun, and then uh, then perhaps we can talk about that in a year or two. The captain rips you off another seat and says, I'll get you that driver, sir. One moment, please. Yeah. She, she leaves the chaplaincy. The chaplaincy is a, a decent sized room. It's a military chaplaincy. So you've got a couple of rows of plain benches, nice iconography of the god emperor up at the front, smiting his foes. Is there a, is there a copy of uh, the primer in it? That's the kind of books you'd have in chaplaincies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were asking if there was a copy of the Bellerophon Index. I was like, no, oh, no Simon. That's like <laughs> no. eight sessions. Or no. <laughs> I will take a copy of the primer and I shall hand it to Sakar and say, if you want to be pious, read that. Uh, that's, you know, uh, Mr. Battle, that's... I wasn't that's... asking Sakar. No, I, I was just going to say, uh, Mr. Battle, I... Uh... I don't know how to read. That's okay. But I'd love to learn how to read. I, yeah. I think that would be... that 
I mean, I'm sure Father Majestus can uh, help you with learning to read. Yeah, we know how he sp- likes to spend time with you, Sakar. Think about right. it, if you're holding yes. the imperial, pi- imperial primer, he might not burn you because you're holding paper. Yeah. And it's sacred. Yeah. So, And sometimes I, it's I really that's... useful when you really need it. It, it, may, it is amazing how quickly you pick up reading when there is the, uh, the highlights of getting burned. I, uh, yeah, uh, maybe, Oct- maybe Octavian can, uh, 37 there, can help me learn how to read. I mean, he's got to be wicked smart because he's only like uh, mostly a machine. That's incorrect, Octavian. You're only about 47.32% machine so far. (laughs) I am happy to make the mechanical adjustments to your brainwave so you're able to ascertain in the knowledge of reading. When you say mechanical adjustments, we're talking about you showing me what letters sound like, right? You're not talking about like actually messing with my brain, are you? They're all... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't do that with a straight face sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry indeed alright then that sounds fantastic I uh, I don't want nobody mucking around in my head but uh, but yeah I'd, I'd really like to learn how to read and use a LAS gun because then maybe you know like when you guys leave and go someplace else you know I'll be, I'll be able to help you more I thought you were coming with us yeah, absolutely that's my plan but i gotta i gotta be useful right because if i'm not useful you guys are well you know I, they already told me I always mean, find use thank, thanks father even if it's just as parts i was afraid you're gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> would you like some emperor shaped sweets <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying, Father. Jelly babies. <laughs> what is happening? Has the captain come back here with us? Does anybody want to do a pray while they're in the chat? Oh, oh yeah, Sister yes. Evelyn would definitely be praying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to pray like myself as well. Yeah, okay, sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is the actually. Sakar was brought up fairly pious by by Fagan. He he believed in the God Emperor, so he actually knows his prayers um, because they've been drilled into him for so long. But he doesn't can't actually read from the primer, so he will follow along with praying in the hopes of uh, impressing the Father enough not to get burned or uh, whipped later. Fair point. Yeah. Okay. Well, so whipping's a bit wrong. <laughs> so could everybody make a psychic mastery roll please psychic mastery roll yeah oh psychic mastery why would we be doing that oh god for, I'm sure it's for no no bad reasons at all i'm sure oh this is not going to end well at all where did you get psychic is it, it's a skill if you haven't got skill in it, it's just a willpower roll. Yeah. That's but it's, it's, it's on there. Six successes. Oh, <laughs> <Go> one. <laughs> and the rough crystal. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Two successes. Oh, right. I don't feel I don't I don't feel comfortable making Sister Evelyn roll on this. 
Now, uh, Sister I, Evelyn's I got talent, though, hasn't she? She does indeed. Are we about to get psychically attacked? No. Are we thinking about heresy? No, you're not thinking about heresy. In fact, um, I, I got well, right, Aaron's thinking a little bit about heresy. <laughs> I got a rap critical. Whatever yeah, I mean. Simon's definitely not thinking about heresy. Uh, no. Julius Battle is feeling really inspired. Yeah, you know, I am definitely you, you stood about here heresy. in the emperor's presence and you've you've basically said I'm in charge and haven't been struck down. So clearly, the emperor has smiled on you. Yeah, I haven't got nothing true. to. Uh, who else did really well? Jim. Jim did really well. Uh, yeah, Jim, the Emperor smiles upon you also. You could feel his presence all around you. Oh. I'll hover over um, uh, the hive boy for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's this real, real sense of, sort of peace and calm and purpose over the two of you. Like you're definitely on the right path. Uh, Sister Evelyn, however, heretic. <laughs> Sister Evelyn, however, whilst praying, goes all kind of glassy-eyed. Not that you can see behind the glassy eyes of her glass eyes, but inside her helmet, what you can't see is that she's totally unfocused. And as you you kneel in prayer, Saint Agnes appears before you. Is she asking for a hand back? No, she's not asking for a hand back. She's got both of her hands and they're open towards you. I and mean, she I my head further in reverence. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's like real sort of sorrow in her eyes as she gazes down upon you. Huge wings of pale blue spread behind her as she reaches out towards you. And a voice inside your mind tells you, that if you would be truly pure, you must fast until next you hear of that which you seek. Okay, no more eating for Sister Evelyn then. I mean, she probably wasn't doing that much eating anyway. But... Yeah, there's a little bit of a penitency angle there. Like she wanted to tell you something but couldn't because you weren't quite pure enough. I mean, I'm upset by this fact because I'm the most pure person in the team <laughs> with all my faith. <laughs> well, you got to have faith. Got to have faith. Um, that's a weird thing. Um, yes, yeah, well, I mean, she's just going to keep bowing her head in reverence and uh, only in faith are we, can we be delivered. Just yeah, and after a short while, um, while Sister Evelyn's still in prayer, but the rest of you have kind of finished, uh, the captain comes back into the room and she's got uh, a corporal with her who's sort of mostly in uniform. Uh, he's hobbling along on crutches, uh, appears to only have one leg. Uh, in his one of his crutched hands, he's holding. Uh, I've forgotten the name for it, Dan. Robot lower leg. leg. Augmetic. He's holding an augmetic lower leg. And he's clearly had some cyber surgery done on him already, but it's not been finished and the leg hasn't been attached. We know just the guy. And the captain salutes again. Uh, uh, in, 
inquisitorial agent? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm very sorry. This is Corporal Marius. He's he's one of the best drivers we've got. He's been injured. Um, he can still drive. Worry not about that. Um, he's due to be getting the lower half of his leg affixed tomorrow. Um, the current orgometic attachments are just healing. If you could put off your, your leaving until tomorrow morning, he'll be fully fixed up and ready to go. Um, I mean, he can drive like he is, but then we'll need someone to fit the leg for him. I shall, I shall look. I imagine the whole party just looks at Octavius. <laughs> yeah. We'll just look at him and say, do we need to wait or are you up for the job? I could do what you need, Indeed. sir. Right, uh, we will. I'll need my leg to drive. We will. Um, we will take him with him and uh, take him with us and um, and deal with that uh, en route. Like I'm, assuming, right, chief. I'm assuming we he can drive today and then we can fit it later and then he's fine. Yeah, no worries, chief. Julius, uh, uh, I mean, is it advisable just to fit the leg here while they have the facilities to do so, and we have the gentleman? Octavius is able to fit uh, it. Doctor says I can't have it fitted till tomorrow because the existing connections tomorrow. have got a bed in. Octavius, do you reckon you could speed things along? Take a look at it. Oh, I can take a look at it. Imagine all these technical things going over this garden <laughs> now. It's a bit too keen. <laughs> Mechanites. Mechatendral tentacles. I'm going to go get some grub. Oh, Peter. Um, can I roll to see if this is something that we can expedite? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, boo, 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 boo. That'd probably be a Medicaid roll. Cool. You're a bit good at that, though, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm yep. right. <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going to hoik this guy up by the leg, plug it in, <laughs> twist it, click it on, slap the bottom of you, you're good to go, son. <laughs> he just got plus one speed or something <laughs> you you enter into the knee joint where you can see the fresh augmetics have been attached to quite raw flesh and you speed up the healing process a little bit you spray it with some synthetic skin you jazz up the neuron connections to the foot and you know you can fit it now you, you get the leg bolted on in almost record time. And the captain sort of whistles and says, wish we had some of you guys out there in the field with us. I can imagine it being like an F1 pit crew. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's three days of surgery that you've just done in five minutes. This is nothing. That's incredible. It's well, she's, she's all yours, sir. Cool. Excellent. We should make haste. I'm eating. I have no time for eating. I've gone to get some grub. Yeah, Sakar's right. Sakar's right behind him. He's like, he heard the word food, food. and he's like, I am. Yeah. yeah the mess hall is empty. Yeah. It's a huge room. You could easily fit a couple of hundred people in here at a time, and there's nobody there. Uh, there's nobody in the kitchens. There's nobody preparing foods. But you've got a couple of vending machines for when you need to urgently get MREs, protein bars, that kind of thing. 
the only thing Sister Evelyn partakes in is some water. I'll uh, get the vehicle warmed up then, shall I, sir? Yeah, we'll be leaving. Is, um... sir, is sir the correct address or do you have a rank by which I should address you, sir? I think sir is fine. Right, you are, sir. I'm going to give the vehicle a once over just in case. I mean, it's it's seen better days. But its job is driving across toxic wasteland, so it's not going to be pristine. Mm. You've got this massive cab uh, with a small living area towed along behind it. You could fit a lot more of you in, but... Um, we need to ensure that the machine spirit is up for the job. Uh, yeah. Yep, a chat with the machine spirit is certainly something you can do. Want me to make a tech roll, or is it just... I think a tech roll, yeah. Oh. Oh dear. oh, oh dear. my goodness. Ten failures. Ooh. That is awful. Are you going to use a wrath point to... Uh, I think I'll re-roll Otherwise, you'd have, you'd have broken it. <laughs> well, we, you've got a buttload of glory in the glory pool, so... I will use a wrath point to re-roll use that. Use a wrath so, point, yeah. yeah. God, that was awful. That is terrible. I've never seen... Oh, my God. At least zero successes. Um, can I take a point of... Um, thing as well, just to glory, absolutely, yeah. glory. definitely. Just You've got plenty now, of it. Now I'm paranoid. There we go. That's better. But a wrath complication. So yeah, you have a nice little just chat. Just left it <laughs> with the machine spirit. Uh, it seems fine. Everything seems to be running okay. Yeah, I think I know what that wrath complication is. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have a system of battle hold, uh, sorry, sorry, holding up the side of the thing as we change the tyre, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, she's strong. I'm not sure she can lift in the tyre. <laughs> not, not something this size. No, that, that's Space Marine territory. She's, she's just, just going to bench, bench press a truck. <laughs> yeah, I think you might even be in Primaris territory for that. You might want an actual tech marine. Um, I'm, as what kind of box um, has this got, um, Octavian? What do you mean? I just wanted to know what kind of communication this vehicle has. Oh, right. Whether it had a, uh, what, you know, whether it was a short range or because it went out of the wastes, it had something that was actually a bit more powerful. Right, Dan. Uh, yeah, this thing is powerful enough that it's got the range. Probably if you were exactly midpoint between two hives, you might struggle to communicate with either of them. But it's got a decent enough range so that you could probably manage to be close enough to a hive to get to contact them. So statistically, the best point for an ambush is when we're in the middle of the desert. Yeah, absolutely. Two, Which yeah. is exactly when that wrath complication is going yeah. to be. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've got all these ruin points. I've got to use some of them. Yeah, it's fair. That is fair. Um, did you say the cab was the largest area in there, Ben? Uh, no, the, the cab is 
quite cramped. You could fit three people in it at a push because you've got your driver, gunner, and ops assist. Uh, But the cabin behind it has got like almost bunks and bed and spaces like that in it. Yeah, it's like a troop carrier. And Sister Evelyn will be in the back then. There is a gun on top. Um, not Bolter. What's the step down from that? Auto gun. Stubber. Yeah, stubber. Yeah, it'd probably be a stubber of some kind. Yeah, if it's guard, it'd be a stubber. Heavy stubber on the roof. I will. I will spend uh, some time on the roof showing Sakar how to basically fire a last gun. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, you will all need to wear masks outside as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get out of the base, or if you go out of the van, it's going to need breather masks because yeah. the atmosphere is toxic. Yeah. Unless you're a tech priest, in which case you probably don't. Yeah. I mean, if, if the lower half of your face has been replaced by robotics, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> has it, though, Dan? How much of you is augmented? Um, not a significant amount actually. I've got the the. You got your mechadendrites, so mechadendrites, and I've got a massive brain implant, which is. Uh, I imagine mind. you've got at least one eye that's been replaced. Um, I mean, I've got no statted. Not yet, mentors. necessarily, because one of his uh, mechadendrites has got the scanning stuff in. Mm. What's the um tech priest with? It's the Ledge? brain chip thing that was the expensive augmenting. So the back of your head and your entire spinal column are yeah. pretty much artificial. So but the rest of you is still a lot of meat. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We can fix that. Well, Let's I'm a that. cyberneticist, so, you know, <laughs> a bit of both. Question currently going through my mind, which I might, which I'm sharing, which I might not share is... Um, if the space marines are like, you know, the Emperor's angels, how come they fell to chaos? <gasps> didn't ask that question out loud, did you? No. <laughs> I only need to ask Majestus that question. I'm sure he's got an answer. Just uh, just get uh, Sakaar to ask him, because he will. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm not trying to lead you anywhere at the moment. I am happy knowing this. I am striding in the emperor's light because I've just blown some flesh off my arm there's a strange smell of bacon in the back room (laughs) that's a smell you don't get used to sister Evelyn had to remove one of the bunks to make it into a bench rather than the bunk so she can sit in it (laughs) power armors right you are sir up to you good to go whenever you like yeah we can go we know um, so um we, well, I'll, I'll get Sakar to give him the directions because I think Sakar remembered where we were going. Sakar is exciting for you, Sakar, as well, because this is like a vehicle bigger than a bike. Okay, so, we, uh, this this here vehicle is it's it's bigger than uh, our entire gang uh, our entire gang hangout. I, this is a uh, and this thing it. it it, what? How does it not? Uh, how does it go? It's it's just so big. Uh, watch this, lad. Watch this. Let me show you. And he starts fiddling with controls, pops it into gear, <laughs> drives it out of the big gate, 
and off into the wilderness. And you can see the hive shrinking into the distance behind you. You'll be able to see the sh hive shrinking in the distance behind you for several days to come. And so you head out across the blasted ruins and there's not a lot to see out there. It's a sludgy brown desert that has occasional little rivulets of toxic waste running through it. Corporal Marius is regaling you with exotic tales of mutant clans and tribes of raiders that live out in the desert. So of course, they don't usually come close on a couple of vehicles like this. They might try and pick off the odd one, but usually travel in a convoy. They're not going to take on six or seven. Plus, you've got a couple of grave diggers. I say a couple, a couple hundred grave diggers in a convoy. They, they don't like it up and really. So Do as we... a corporal, then, what, so what you're saying then is since we're out here by ourselves, uh, we may uh, find ourselves in some trouble. Is that what you're trying to... Well, I don't know. Uh, it's been a while since we've had any raids, but it depends on what they've heard or if they got all stirred up by that um, to do up in a mafia. What, what happened up there, by the way? Don't get a lot of news down here. I know all the lads got called up, but unfortunately I'd had a, had a little incident with, um, with a landmine. Well, it was... a. I gotta say, I never seen nothing quite like it. There was uh, the whole the whole floor was rotten away, and and uh, I, I I wouldn't mention this out too loud around the father, or the sister, but some people were saying something about chaos space marines. I don't even know what that is, but uh, yeah, and the, the Inquisitor and all his all his friends, all his they they were completely wiped out, and then and then we pulled some guts out of a space marine. We got it in a freezer. I don't know what's going on here, but it's still when the best you mention the Chaos life. Marines, he makes the little sign of the Imperial Aquila. Uh, and while he's doing that, the vehicle kind of lurches off to one side a little bit. So the rest of you in the back all feel this kind of and you're driving up and up dunes and down dunes and across these dirty rivers. End of the first day, you see your first megafauna spine sticking up out of the desert. There's a spinal column just rising out of the desert. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Look, see that? Spine, big beast. Megafauna. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Imperial Knights had to come down, sort them out. Of course, that was, uh, was uh, a thousand years ago. More than that now. But yeah, we, we get them on the, over here sometimes. Uh, and we do the odd uh, rotation for it at the night worlds. I've seen a bloody big things they are. Huge. Wouldn't mind driving one of them, but you know how it goes. Got to have the right blood. Noble family, magic chair, that kind of thing. Yeah. I uh I had no idea what you're saying there, but I'd like a magic chair myself. Oh no, the magic chair is a part of a giant robot. So a giant, so giant robots with magic chairs fight uh big what, big monsters, what did you call yeah. it? Mega monsters. Megaflora. No, no, megafauna. Megaflora be big plants, wouldn't it? Yeah. Megafauna. Yeah, big animal monsters, uh, lizards and snakes and stuff like that. 
You're just pulling my leg, aren't you? There, because well, right I'm an see it. Look at that. Wow. Big old spine sticking out of the desert. That ain't a lie, is it? I guess, I guess not. I don't. This is all so new to me. I don't. I've never. You know, I've never been in the biggest place I've ever been in was uh was uh on a sump lake uh, on the on level the seven hundred forty two. Sump lake. Sump lake. Oh well, you're gonna love this then. And yeah, about about an hour and a half later, he pulls up on a ridge line and points down. He goes, "Look at that." And down below you, there's there's a lake which is almost yellow. And it's bigger than any sump lake you've ever seen. Uh, yeah, they say there's fish in there. But, you know, it's just toxic waste, so they're probably not nice fish. Don't want to eat them. No, you don't want to eat them. And the journey proceeds like this for a couple of days. Uh, if there's anything anybody wants to do in the couple of days that you're travelling, now is a great time to let me know. I suggest we have someone at least be on watch. Maybe if we if we we've been told that single vehicles occasionally get attacked, but otherwise, sleep, rest. I'm going to practice my I'm an inquisitor in a room where no one else is. Blue steel. Yeah, my uh, yeah my 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 like swishing back and flashing my badge and you know. That kind of thing. Yeah, Dan, um, going to increase your difficulty number by one on all rolls. Yeah. Because you're hungry. Because you're fasting. And um, when we get, when we, when we can see one of the other hives, I'll try and get Octavian to, uh, to try and get some kind of communication with some other inquisitor. Or some other inquisitors, or somebody. So I need to try like inquisitorial conferences. I, I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would have known what kind of channels or that kind of thing or <laughs> who they communicate with. That just wouldn't. So how am I going to do this? It's like pissing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I think. I think you, because we. It's when we get in range with the other hive, you you know the one the other side. But yeah, I'm assuming you just it would be like um you know you would send some kind of you know your your language, um, and then see if someone picks it up and sees it as a as a message. Isn't it? I assume that's how it'd be, and then they would contact you if they read it properly. It'd have to be coded, wouldn't it? Yeah, this is the thing. I can give it a go. Ben, what can I roll? Um, you won't be able to get in touch with another hive just yet. You still only really got comms back to a Marthia. Yeah, there's no point doing that. You, you're a few days out being able to do that. Yeah. Anything else that anybody well, wants I... to do in the run-up? Yeah, can I work on boosting our comms? The signal yes yes you can boost in the signal because we know that there will be a point where we won't have comms to either yeah sure so we'll if you make a that. difficulty five check Ooh. on tech because okay. you're working with limited resources 
Yeah, can I take a thing as well? Mm -hmm. So let's hope this is a bit better. Well, for <laughs> the love of God. That's because you put it in at difficulty 58. Did I? Yeah. Oh, DM okay. 58. <laughs> okay, that's weird. We weren't going to win on that. Uh, not sure what happened there. You still got, you got 13 still successes. 13 successes. <laughs> you still fail. God, what are you like? Well, can I keep that roll? <laughs> Uh, how uh, many successes would that actually work if it's out? Five, one, difficult? Two, Mind you, one, two, three, three four, four, five. five. You've got five successes. Yeah. He's got 13. The number of successes 13. is still the same. It's still 13. Is it really? Fair? Of course, because four yeah, is a success as well. It's not yeah, just sixes. Yeah. yeah. That's six two, four, six, two. eight, ten. Yeah, that's 13 successes. Yes, you can keep the roll. Cool. Thank you. <clears throat> I mean, it's not a heresy fail. Spectacular. That's a bloody good roll. <clears throat> and yes, you boost comms. Cool. I think Sakar during the few days, he would be very, very uh, sort of typically um, examining this silver ball, trying to figure out how, because he knows that it had something to do with him having that, you know, incredible speed. Uh, and he's he actually wanted... slightly tacky on one side, uh, the side that was pressed against your skin. And it's flattened out a little bit. Okay. So instead just... of being like a smooth stone, it's more like a, a circular placemat. And the runes are around the outside edge and across one half of it. There's one half that's completely featureless. And he's just trying to... He has no idea how it activated or why it activated. So he's just trying to figure it out, concentrate on it, see if he can make it do something else without yes. telling anybody else about it because he's terrified of everyone else here. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can or make a will roll or a psychic mastery roll. It's the same. I got nothing in psycho mastery. So uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, that depends. You've got a couple of things that you can get it to do. So you can activate phantom form or regeneration for free if you want to just by poking at it or you can roll to use either of those and walk or warp speed okay i think he's going to check i think he's going to try to see if he can activate that warp speed again he wants to see if he can dilate time at least for as far as his perception is because he thought that was you know the most Amazing thing that had ever happened. No, I mean, it's cool. So to activate Biomancy Warp Speed is a difficulty number seven. Ooh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> that is going to be hard. But yeah, I mean, this is, and he doesn't expect to succeed. That's the whole thing. He's just trying to understand how this thing works. So close. Spend the wrath point. So close to uh, reroll those ones. Do the wrath. Do the wrath. Yeah, I'll spend a wrath point to reroll the ones. That's uh, one, two, two. Okay. So that's a five and a six. Yeah. So that's uh, it's another three successes. Six, seven, eight, nine successes. So yeah, you focus 
in on this thing and it kind of suction cups onto your um, abdomen and the, the runic lighting I know that the empty space lights up with this sort of weird runic lighting and you feel the same speed thing come into effect and in fact on two so you've got the full number of successes so it will do 1d3 plus one shock to you but it doubles your speed and increases your defense and you act first in every round so he takes he takes full four shock from it, and he and I think what you see is he realizes what's happened, but he doesn't move at all. He's just sitting there because he doesn't want anybody to see <laughs> what he just did. That'd be so, where the shock comes from. Then yeah, your body yeah. suddenly starts overclocking you, like, and he just I he locks work, everything. Nobody down. can see. <laughs> yep, he locks himself down. Sister Evelyn feels a slight tingle in the air. <laughs> That's so actually. As her shield of faith just tingles a little bit. Yeah, you can feel your faith being tested. Mm. Jim, do you want to do anything? Mm, I'm just, uh, I'm just readying myself at the moment. <laughs> Simon, um, I may, I may. Oh, you, I may, you were practicing your face, weren't you? Yeah, practicing my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to be sort of practicing with my new flamer not as in actually firing it yeah but like looking in something that's got a bit of a reflection on it and uh vanity yeah. from a priest well vanity i'm making sure i'm pointing it the right direction <laughs> <laughs> which end which ends it come out of? exactly i'm not used to holding something this big careful <laughs> Did everybody spend their XP last session, by the way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm up in my willpower. Uh, how much did we get? You got 30. 30. No, I didn't. Well, you don't have to. You're welcome to sit on it. Oh, I did. I must have done, because it's not there now. I must have done. Did you actually put it on your character sheet, Jim? Probably not, actually. Now, after a few days of travel, um, as another hive starts to loom larger and your hive starts to shrink down in the distance, uh, Octavian thinks he's got the comms sorted out. And he's like, oh, yeah. Okay. You reckon that you might be able to give him a go? I'm going to take the opportunity to scan frequencies in the immediate local area so that see if there's any comms going out in the desert to see if okay, sure. arranging an ambush or something. All right, make a tech uh, roll then. Okay. Look at that. So, yes, you, you pick up comms chatter from the hive you've left. Uh, it looks like they may be claiming the advantage back in the battle up on the top levels of the hive. 
you're mostly picking up guard chatter at this point. Uh, and then with some of those extra successes, you also pick up uh, an inquisitorial coded channel from the next hive that exists. Yeah. Certainly be reporting that to Julius. That, there uh, is a signal point. coming from the cab behind the main vehicle that is broadcasting an open signal out so into within everywhere. our own. Yeah. Uh, okay. In the sleepy cabin. There's a signal going, here I am, here I am, here I am. From where I am, can I jam it? Uh, no, it seems to be a passive signal. All right. So it's it's literally like a sealed box. Okay. So first of all, I will um, advise you yes, that I have been able to identify a inquisitorial signal from the um, approaching hive. Additionally, I seem to be identified a broadcast signal from the rear cabin. Okay. Well, basically, I think we just need to let them let someone know that we are continuing on the mission that we were set set on by our inquisitor i don't think there's anything else we really want to we can say oh yes we've got this bit this bit and then we'll basically get descended on by a drop shift of, of chaos space rings so i think we just want to you know um you know further instruction or what do you want to get on the comms, Julius? I don't think I want to get on the comms. I think I just want a signal to be sent. And then if someone decides they want to want to contact us, then I can do it. The thing is, if, if I get on the comms, I'll just sound like a bit of a bit of a blathering idiot going, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's just not like not, not how I work. So I think I'll basically just have a like a standard, you know, continuing with our mission. Um, Inquisitor gone, um, you know, um, reconnection to command, um, uh, what is it called? Reconnection to chain of command required, you know, that kind of thing, and see what we get back. I will pass this signal across the comms, but I'll also say to Julius, there is a statistically high possibility that with our open passive signal broadcasting from the rear section yeah, yeah, yeah. that we might be ambushed um well then we definitely want to keep um someone keep a watch someone who's got a keen eye and a power helmet on right so you are you sending the signal then dan yeah yeah, yeah. no we're not going to try and get the sister to do anything she doesn't want to do i'll send the signal about an hour after you said the signal a response bounces back on the same secure channel yeah what does it say message received inquisitor prodita mendax orders auto xenos upon completion of current mission uh head to primus hive report to me Prodita Mendax. What was that? Which inquisitorial? It was... Auto Xenos. Xenos. Okay. 
Um, as that's far, as, that's as far not as, the one that we work for, though, is no, it? No, it's not. No, it doesn't matter. No, heretics. Oh. So I think, I think Dan, or you, well, I think Octavian. If you're, if you're, if they're going to ambush us, then they're going to do it in multiple small vehicles, and they'll be comms chatter. They'll definitely be comms chatter. We're already keeping an eye out for it. Yeah. So, and if they do get on board, well, then, then um, they're just going to get messed up, aren't they? <laughs> Can I go and deactivate this passive signal? Are yeah, the cabins connecting. Go and mm. find it. Yeah. No, I don't think we need. To, I don't think stopping's a good idea. Well, it's been stopping most nights anyway. Okay. Why are we stopping at night? So he doesn't drive into a ditch, and so that he can sleep. That's so inefficient. I know, right? You now, if he had the appropriate cybernetical implants, he could work yeah. through the night. He doesn't need all of his brain, does he? Just like no, it doesn't. That half could just come out, slap a machine in there. Yeah. I'll ask him. <laughs> uh, no, thanks. If that's all quite all right with you, your priestship. Are you a priest? Is that the right title? Me? No, no, the other priest. You, Father, I understand. No, you make perfect sense. And I, I am, cherish your Who is words. calling themselves a priest? I am complicated. Oh, right. Uh, is that a title? Or what should I call... Is he not a tech priest? Priest monkey. Is that a technical title? I don't know anymore. Uh, Father, there isn't isn't the Omnissiah also a also a deity? I mean, isn't isn't the machine god a god? Father, Father. <laughs> I am a tech adept. Right, is adept a title then? Uh, Mr. Adept, there we go. Right, sorted. Uh, and where do you slot into the chain of command here? As the efficient one. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, like an engineer. Understood. Gotcha. Right, well, um, that's us for tonight, then. You said there was something you wanted to have a look at in the back house. Yeah. Need a hand? Got a wrench? No. All right, then. Uh, who is going to be on watch? Has anyone even inf uh, informed Sister Evelyn that all these things are going on? Or she no, just, she's, just, she's just sitting in the back praying still. Cool. Basically, Fast approaching religious ecstasy through starvation. I think, I think, I think if, if someone breaks in and starts shooting, then she'll, she'll basically come alive and activate. Yeah, Other I would that, imagine so. Other than that. You don't go and tap a, someone who's praying on the shoulder. Uh, right, you know, Simon, you might get... can you make an awareness roll then, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. This is only the difficulty of three. Um, um, I'm still going to use glory. Can I use glory? Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, definitely. Um, Just... Rather complication. Oh. You see a fire burning um, off up on a hillside. So we've stopped. Yep, you've stopped and you're looking around and you get a perfectly good view of this fire, which looks deliberate. Okay. It's burning with a slightly unusual colour. 
possibly because of the toxic atmosphere. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll go on our, on our all channel. I'm assuming we've got some kind of all channel, and I'll and I'll basically just uh, actually everyone else. Is, some people will be asleep. That's fine. I'll just ignore it. All right. So Dan, you get out. Are you going in the back room and looking inside, or are you going outside, or and have a I'm going to go over to the next unit so I can take a look at this passive comm thing that seems to be going off like a here we are beacon. Okie dokie. Uh, so you scan around the inside. In fact, you better make an insight roll, really, to see if you can find it. Oh no! Um, You've no. got a diagnosticator, though, haven't you? Have I? Yes. In one of your mechadendrites, you've got... So that gives me plus two dice, doesn't it? Is that on Medicaid? Or is that on all searching? Hold on, I'll check my notes. All talents, where is it? Um... No, it says uh, mechadendrite functions. As a med kit and diagnoster, plus one bonus to Medicaid checks only. So okay, right. That's a no. So just an insight roll. Just an insight roll. Which is one dice. <laughs> no. You don't. I'm going to go anything. and ask someone for some help. Yeah, that might be plan. Uh, I'm going to go and find some car. Hey, uh, what can I do for you, there, uh, Octavian, sir? I am looking for something. And need your assistance. Uh, I'm I'm happy to help you there. Uh, what what are we looking for, sir? A passive comm unit. Well, okay. Uh, show me where you think it's at, and I'll look around. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at scrounging things down in the underhive. So, I mean, uh, if it's something, I'm sure I can find it. All right, I'll take him into the other cabin, and yeah. All right. So, if you could make an insight check, then Aaron. Look for something that shouldn't be... Sorry, here. awareness. Awareness. Sorry, Dan, that should have been awareness for you as well. Insight is um, more sort of psychic isn't it? Oh, awareness is two dice. Oh, well. Can I roll again? You can. Uh, it's probably still be a note. Yeah. <laughs> still a note. No, insights, right. insights fellowship, so I think it's more um, people-based. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I will... Uh... Can I spend a point of glory? There's so many of them. I don't think anybody's going to have a problem. Excellent. So let's get that bonus. Look at that. There is absolutely nothing inside the vehicle. You're mm. pretty sure that if there is anything, it's affixed outside somewhere. Okay. Right. Uh, like Davian, so I, I, I've scrounged around in here. And with my six successes, I uh, I didn't find anything. So I'm thinking it must be whatever you're looking for must be on the outside. So with a very blank and emotionless face, um, we'll head out and look at the roof and the out external unit. Okay, well, if you both want to make another awareness check, we'll see what you find on the outside. Oh, hey. That's a bit better. There you go. Yeah, you both find um, scouring the outside of the vehicle. You go over the sides, over the top, front and the back. And it's not until you look underneath 
and it's quite high up underneath. Sakaar can probably stand up under this cabin. Octavian maybe has to hunch a little. And around one of the axles, you find a small communicator box. And it appears to be receiving some kind of external signal and then bouncing it back when it gets it. Ah, on this side, be praised. Um, so is it pinging a signal? Basically, the kind of bouncing. It looks like what off. you were get, what you were catching, was a return signal. So something's hitting it with a signal, and it pings back. All right, I need to take a look at this and find out what the signal is and where it's going, so we know how soon it will be till we get ambushed. See if I can measure distances. Can I take take a look at it? Yeah, sure. Of course you can. Um, I will use a glory. And what do you want to find out? Because that will vary the difficulty. I want to find out how far the signal's going. Okay. To ascertain like how far they might be away, assuming it is someone coming to come and kill us. Okay, um, for that, it will just be difficulty three, I think. Okay. And then if that works, I'll start trying to hack the signal. Wee, there we go. And Look another point of glory. Uh, so you start taking it apart, and you find that connected to the mechanism, there is a monofilament wire that if tampered with, would cut the axle, leaving you stranded. But you've taken the cover off and you found the monofilament. This is proper scavenger tech. This is not like decent kit. This is shonky rubbish that's been put so together. The most sophisticated thing in there is actually the mono wire. Is that activated by a signal? No, it's not. It appears to be an anti-tamper device. Ah, okay. All right. And as near as you can tell, you are within two kilometres of the bounce-back point. I'm going to go and tell Julius and the sister. Whoever's going to come get us is about 2k away. Sister Evelyn gets up, kind of clicks herself. She's been sitting down still for almost about four days. days. Yeah. <laughs> and all you ever and all you've seen her partaking is water. She hasn't eaten anything else. She's kind of like stretching up a little bit, gets up, cocks the air. Uh, it is biologically very efficient of you. Yes. And she cocks um, the on her gun. Is there, is there any nearby fauna? No flora, the plant-based one. There is not, no. Nothing, nothing like no brush or anything like that around where we're parked. It's just nothing Sand. can survive out here. Right, that's fine. Okay, all right. Um, um, I'm going to set in a little stubber turret on the top. I might give it a little bit of a search underneath to make sure there's no like, like little mines or grenades or detonating things of doom or whatever. And then I'm going to give it a... Yeah, wee, wee. It's got a little rotatey seat. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to do some rotating seat type stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little targeting reticules click into place. You can hear ammo being cycled. I'm going to make a noise that, that just sounds like enjoyment and it will come over the comms. There may be a little bit of a yeehaw. <laughs> Sister obviously has to crouch down to look underneath at this device. Octavian, is there any way you can remove this without that damaging our vehicle? Everyone will point out the wire and say, um, it is doable. Uh, but I'd also want to check the signal as well. Come from it, see if there's anything else that might be ascertainable from, from the signal that, that it's receiving. I'll come over the comm. Um, can you set up something to replicate the signal? So you literally create your own bounce back from it. So instead of instead of stopping the signal, you merely set it to 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 send send it to bounce it off something else. <laughs> Can I? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I'm just wondering if it's possible. Um, ben, is that something I can do? As I understand it, yes, because you're basically just replicating the signal. Yeah. Are you trying to get it to tell you anything, Julius? No, what I'm trying to say just is... Just to if replace someone, the signal. If someone, if someone, it, so, okay, so if someone could basically say, as soon as you stop getting the signal, you detonate or you do whatever you're going to do. So if the signal stops... Then it oh, right, off. so that it doesn't so, set off the trap. So basically it can't set off the trap because you've replicated the signal. So essentially you, you don't need to have, to have to do anything with it, the modern filament. So you because, want something that will send the signal from next to it, basically. Yeah, so you literally just basically set a signal, send something to it. So it Oh, that'd be easy, it. Dan. You could do that without yeah. even needing to roll for it. Yeah. You've got the signal so that, frequency, you've got yeah. the code. Mm. It's just a matter of using yeah. one of the comm frequencies to send yeah. a... Send the did, same signal back and forth. Yeah. Did Julius Battle just do a speed moment? Let's copy the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a bomb on the bus, so speed moments might be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I could even make an insight roll if you want me to. Uh, to no, no, not, not at all. Out. I mean, I, I think that's probably the easiest way to deal with the, the, the situation. Yeah, I mean, you can set that up, no problem, Dan. I'll do yeah. that. When the, when the bloke presses the button and nothing happens, he'll be really annoyed. Simon, did you tell anyone about the fire? Um, no, not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm just like whizzing. Um, so, I'll yeah. Tell I'll tell people, there is a fire on the ridge. Now I know that, now that, I know that Sister Evelyn's woken up. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll let them know there is a fire on the ridge. That's probably about 2K away. Safe bet. Yeah. So that's the likelihood that that is the, uh, where the signal's coming from, Julius. Uh, yep, I'd say so. I didn't want to disturb you, you know. She kind of looks through her little scope thing. No, I've not no. got I've not got one on my gun. I mean, two K is probably way too far for her scope. 
Okay. I mean, you get a bit of magnification. Uh, yeah, not two K's worth, I can tell you Not that. two K's worth, <laughs> but you can see that, that, that nothing out here would be on fire unless someone set it on fire. So that fire is deliberate. How long would it take Sister Evelyn to walk 2K? Probably not that long. Cool. Sister that's Evelyn like, starts... It's like a 20, 30-minute walk tops. Okay, well, then she moves into a more paceful walk to shorten the time. But Sister Evelyn's now walking towards the fire in the distance. Okay, anybody going with her? She yeah. doesn't ask anyone to come with her, but I've, you know. Yeah, I'll come. I'll, I'll come. Oh, I... the opportunity to burn people. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even need to use another fire. We could use that fire there. I mean, they've got their own. It's It's a labour-saving exercise. (laughs) Absolutely. I want to go and have a word with our driver. Okay. And I want to take the car with me um, because I'm now a little paranoid that he might have been in on it. Um, It's healthy paranoia. So I'll tell the car this and um, we'll, you know, have a talk. (laughs) So Octavian, there, are you telling me you want me to, you know, shake this guy down a little bit, uh, put the fear in him? I mean, I, not not normally my style, but, you know. Whatever I, is most efficient. Oh, so right. First things first, Julius would notice Sister Evelyn and Majestus walking away in the direction of the fire. Um, Julius is um, going to stay with the prize, which is the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, then next up, Sakar and Octavian will get into the the cab. So there, uh, Corporal Marius. That's that's your name, right, Corporal Marius? Yep, that's me. Uh, what can I do you for, kiddo? Hey, uh, you see here, us working for the Inquisition and all, we've uh, we, we we get concerned about things from time to time, and uh, the good sir here, Job Octavian, isn't it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah, uh, Octavian here. He finds uh, he finds a signal transmitter on the uh, on the outside of your vehicle. That's uh, it's 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 scavenged tech. It's pinging uh, it's pinging somebody else. And uh, oh, that's we're embarrassing. Thinking, Sorry about that. No, we're thinking Happens maybe from time to time we get the odd um, you know scaver gangs. They'll slap a magnet or something under one of the vehicles, and it's got a tracker on it. Sakar pops him in the forehead. He goes, "No, listen." You gotta listen up here. This is the Inquisition here talking. We, oh right, you, sorry, like official. You either, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you can talk official, to me. Right. Yeah, you yeah. talk to me. No, or, my, bad, or, my bad. No, it's all right. Or you can um, talk to the father and his flamer. You know what I'm saying? No, no, crackle. Uh, do you think? So, like, uh, we want to know. We we got to understand, Corporal, that you're not involved in this little uh, shenanigan going on here. Because I'm here to tell you, the father. I've seen him burn people left and right for not so much as uh, you know. Failing to say the emperor fast enough, so uh, well, it can't you be need... me, can it? Why would, why would I booby trap my own vehicle? Plus, a this is only the third time I've ever driven Bertha. Two, I don't know what cabins getting attached. Tertius, um. Yeah, I've heard of them, but I was busy having my leg blown off, so I was probably a little bit too busy to be messing with stuff. So it's not me. That uh, that, that doesn't sound too far off. There, um, can I record an insight check to see if uh, if I'm buying what he's putting down? Yeah, sure. 
Can I spend a glory on this? There's no shortage of it. And what's the difficulty? Uh, Three. He's quite simple, chap. Seven successes. Yeah, uh, this guy would would struggle to lie to a gerbil. To be fair. I, I just I wanted to make sure myself because I didn't want you to have to talk to Mr. You know, to Mr. Battler or the father. So we're, we're good. You and I, we're, we're good. No, no, you're not wrong. Um, I'll, yeah. If I have to be questioned by the Inquisition, that's the easiest I've ever heard of it being done. Not my style. Not a thing I would do. I am a loyal subject of the Empire. Yeah, I, I, he Emperor's like, great, you know. Emperor, exactly. And, you know, ex- Emperor's great. I'm the size great, but don't say the two of them together around the father. He gets very upset about that. No, no, you're right. I and don't I really did... understand the Omnisire stuff. It's all a bit technical for me. Right. I had a look at their book once. It's lots of numbers. Very complex. Between you and me, Corporal, I had, I had never heard of the Omnisire until Octavian told me about him a couple of days ago. I... Lots of maths. Lots of maths. I don't get it. But Octavian, he's all good. Cor- the Corporal here, he's on the up and up. He doesn't know what's going on. Nope, not I. Cool. Cool. Survived the brush with the Inquisition. That is a relief to know. So far. So far. Because, I mean, I've been working with one for a couple of days now, and I'm more afraid of them than I am of anything else we face. And apparently we face Chaos Marines. Well, I I, I think that's the idea. You're supposed to be more afraid of them. It's like the the commissars. How can can a Marine be Chaos? Not one to ask me, Gav. Sorry. Uh, guardsman, yeah. guardsman, are you armed? Yes, sir. There's a statistically high chance that we are going to be attacked. Prepare yourself. Right, got my sidearm, but if you think we're going to be attacked, I can get up on the roof of Velasco. Make it so. Right, you are. I still don't know who's in charge. I figure it's probably the, the chap in the fancy coat, though, right? Oh yeah, 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 Mister. Unless he's his robes. According according to what he's told me, since the other Inquisitor died, and the uh, the guy who was under the Inquisitor, the interrogator, may or may not be dead, could be a bad guy. We don't know yet, but they're all gone. So, uh, now Julius... your sire friend here, he got in touch with uh, another Inquisitor. Oh well, that's that's fantastic. But Julius told me, I mean, Mister Battle told me that he was now an Inquisitor because uh, everybody. I, else I don't think dead. it works like that. I think uh, you have to get like a medal from the Emperor or something before you can oh, be an Inquisitor. Really? Because I mean, yeah. in the gangs, that would—that's exactly how it would work. You know, the the Kappa goes down, his lieutenants go down, the next guy, you know, the next gang boss. Yeah, but I, I, I don't—I don't know if he's is the next guy. All the Inquisitors, I say all, both the Inquisitors I've seen have been really old. So I think it's like one of it's like like being a general. So I'm a corporal. If the general dies, that doesn't make me a general. That's a that's a fair point. I hadn't really thought may, about it like that. May I suggest that understanding the inquisitorial machinations is perhaps not an efficient use of our time. I'm gonna get a last gun and go and set up on the roof. <laughs> Sorry about that, Octavian. I get that. You know, I'm, I'm this is all so new to me. I, I sometimes I. Indeed, I, I like. I get carried away with it. So over by the fire. Thank you for your assistance. It's it's been a short while now, and um, with a bit of scurrying, Majestus has managed to keep up with Sister Evelyn, who's just striding purposefully. She's not running, but yeah, power armor. It's got about eight inches on you. 
Does she have a cloak? Probably. Is it billowing? <laughs> Without a doubt. It wouldn't be a cloak, it's robes. So she's robes. got the, that whole sort of triple they, billow. They, they, they come under here and then yeah. it's got like a around, around the leg area. If you've seen the new models, that's exactly what she looks like walking around right now. You come up on this fire and it seems to be set up in this big metal dish that's stood out like a like an old communications dish and it's just heaped up with flammable crap that's on fire you majestus actually no you've got a mask on as well but you can kind of smell it through the mask it's you know it's got that whole tire fire smell to it it's a, a faint yellowish tint to the flame from the atmosphere and sat Probably only about 10 yards away from the fire. There's a humanoid figure with cloth all wrapped around its face, bare arms, wearing these kind of thick, heavy industrial dungarees and cleaning down what looks to be a really, really ancient stubber of some kind. Has he noticed our approach? <laughs> he hasn't noticed your approach until oh, you man. walk into the light of the fire where he oh, can see you. And he kind of looks up. <laughs> he is a very unattractive young man. Uh, late teens, early 20s. Difficult to tell because his face has got that sort of shuffled look to it. Like, like someone started working on it, but stopped halfway through. It's sort of mushed. A bit like a boglin, only not as attractive. Boglins are cool. Does he appear to have any tech on him? Any kind he's, he's got this stubber rifle that he's cleaning, but the chamber's open. And he kind of looks up at you and his jaw kind of hangs open and swings ever so slightly as he does so. Like, by moving the top of his head, he couldn't concentrate on the bottom of his head at the same time. And he, and he kind of smiles big goofy grin almost the three teeth in there and he waves and he shouts into a cave nearby marm marm we got guests i'm gonna burn him <laughs> such, such a tactful approach to the locals he's obviously mutated So you, you just torch him, do you? Yeah. Crack on. Um, <laughs> I've got a hand flamer and a flamer. That's right, isn't it? Yes. What's the damage of a flamer? Like so 10, I haven't I got my book. In. Say again. I think, it's, I think a full flamer is damage 10. Just pay me two secs. I'll put it up on my computer. I normally have the rule book And did, 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 war gear, that's where we're going. My little one's been reading the book, and I don't always put it. So. Flame weapons. Flamer, base damage 10. Yeah. ED1, shit 3, damage. meds 8. ED1, what, 3? 
short four, short medium eight, long 12. So at this point, he's probably at medium range to you. Okay. Salvo one. Okay. So do you want me to roll? Yeah. You're just going to torch the guy. Uh, where, are we, where are we? Where are we? Weapon skill. Is that it? No, ballistic skill. No. Ballistics. I doubt he has much in the way of defence. <laughs> no, he's got like one defence from his overalls. Oh, yeah, he's on fire. <laughs> Yowza. I mean, I'm sure his resilience is not all that high. <laughs> no. No, his resilience is like... Resilience is an armor, is it? It's based off of your stats. Yeah, it's stat and armor. Uh, let me yeah, think. let me armor. see. Uh, right, his resilience is four. His defense is two. So he would take away four of that. Jim's got to roll one more d6 um, for the flame of additional damage. Uh, He's taking at least six damage, though. Five. Yeah. Take, he's taking another point of damage then. So that's seven points of damage, you reckon? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that comes off his wounds. Correct. Yeah. Right, he crispies. <laughs> so this 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 gout of flame just goes straight up him. You know when he said Ma, where did the other did, did another voice answer? No, he literally just shouted to shouted into the cave, and you set him on fire. Right, so he shouted into a cave, yeah. Yep. And a figure comes running out of the cave. Uh, It's not, no. As soon as I can, I'm pressing the trigger again. (laughs) We can't take him anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> I was hoping to question these people but it would appear that the farmer has other plans <laughs> that have said you should get some Drakari on board to lower the overall evil content of the party <laughs> hey now Sakai he's not evil at all he's just trying to stay alive he is himself terrified of the father <laughs> well whoomph cook him I'm watching <laughs> So you want to whoop for the next one, do you, Majestus? Yes, please. So this slightly smaller figure comes running out. It's got um, what looks to be the worst summer dress, but made out of the same material as these great big flame-proof overalls. Uh, its hair is scraped into pigtails, one up high and one down low. <laughs> but it's equally as unattractive as the other one. Burn in the Emperor's light, mutant. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Can I use a glory point? (laughs) I have to use a wrath point to roll. Yeah, at this point, you have to use a wrath point. Oh. Is that that the Emperor's trying to tell you something? (laughs) (laughs) Is that re roll everything? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah re-roll the fails. All, all your failures. So you can re-roll the four. Though, what's her defense value? Uh, this can one's re- defense value is only one. Right. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yep. Uh... Doesn't even get time to scream. The next one comes running out and you just kind of walk fire from one to the next. And this smaller figure just goes up in a gout of flame as well. And from inside the cave, you hear screaming. Oh, this is where you need some anger light. I've got some. Luckily, you're a 20 minute walk away. Yeah. Let's fill the cave with fire then. Oh, in fact, no, no. Um, I'm going to turn to the sister as in not to look for advice, but to look rather smug. You can't see the sister's face. She's in a helmet. <laughs> would you Would you like to question whatever's left in the cave before I uh, burn the lot of them? Something tells me, Father, that they will not be compliant. Oh, <laughs> they've just seen uh, probably their mother and their father die. I'm sure they will be. Um, father, those two people were young and the young man before you cooked him shouted mum. Yeah, but they're, they're, well, they're mutants, aren't they, so? I wasn't, I'm sure I will trust your judgment, father. Indeed. Would you like to proceed inside the cave then? Not my, my, not my judgment, the empire, um, emperor's a third. Of course, Father, the Emperor's judgment. So, yeah, I'll, I'll light the flame up a little bit to give it a little bit of warmth, and we'll walk into the cave. So you walk into this cave, and the first thing you notice is that there's fabric, this fire-retardant fabric draped in thick layers hanging over the, the front of it. It's kind of pulled back on one corner where this smaller humanoid has come from. And then inside you've got boxes um, making like a narrowed entranceway. So you've got almost a porch area, the narrow entrance, and then these stacks of boxes that create a doorway deeper into the cave. And you can see lights coming from further inside the cave as well. And that's where the screaming is coming from. The boxes look like standard Imperial cargo boxes. I'll, I'll keep my heart wits about me in case there's any sort of uh, thing ready to jump out on me or I thought um, we'll, we'll, we'll f- follow further into the uh, cave. So you step further into the cave and uh, a blast from a gun hits the ground in front of you. You stop there! Instantly, the sister stands in front of the uh, father, taking up a defensive stance and shielding, shielding him with her body. You killed my boy! In the name of the God Emperor, reveal yourself. Not if you're going to set me afire too. You are a mutant. We just lives here. 
This ain't mutation. This is just the price of living in the wilderness. Father. Yeah. <laughs> Flame on. <laughs> I'll light them up. And sister steps aside, knowing full well the fire's coming. <laughs> Okay, so you, you basically just jet flame into the opening here. Uh, so I'm going to give them a chance to shoot back at you. Do, 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 do. Weapon skills, seven, so... That's Whom, one. Is she Whom is she firing at? She's firing at the father. At the father. Two, oh, three. Four successes will certainly be oh. enough to get past your defense. Yeah. Yeah. Does that include my Rosarius? No, your Rosarius will be your armor that takes off damage. Right. Okay, so what's your defense, Jim? One. One. Okay, so that's two past your defense. Uh, the weapon does seven plus one ED. So roll one D6. Me. Nope. No, no, Ben, for the extra damage. So it does so another two points two of damage. Two points of damage. So nine points of damage minus your resilience. And my resilience is five. So you yes. take four you take four wounds. What, what's your what's your toughness, Jim? Um Rosaris should give you more defense than that. My toughness is four. So your toughness is four, so that should be four resilience straight off the bat. Right. And then you should get something from your Rosarius, which bear with me two seconds. I'm just going to get to the armor section of the uh so you have where is Rosarius? Where is it? Where is it? Rosarius, you have an armor value of four from your Rosarius. And the reason Rosarius is so good is because AP does not affect your armor rating. So if a Laz cannon hits you with minus five AP, it doesn't affect your armor because it's invulnerable. Right. So you should you should have a resilience of eight if your toughness is four. Yowza, so you only take one wound then. Okay. And you can roll determination to shift that over to shock if you want to. So that's resilience of eight. You should have a resilience yes. of eight, yeah, because it should be a toughness plus your armor rating. It's not let me change resilience. Uh, it won't. You'll need it in your gear. You'll need to put your Rosarius and then equip it. Oh, okay. Um, gear, gear, gear. Rosarius is equipped. Uh, what stats have you put in it? Have you just written it down? I think I've just written it down. Yeah. So going go into the box, it, it'll ask you what the stats are. Into what box, sorry? Uh, so if you click into the where, you, where it says armor, and it says Rosarius, if you click into it, it'll open up a text box, and then you'll see there's a button that says stats. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, it'll yeah, rating. You, yeah, yeah. It'll say rating, so put a rating of four in there and click the invulnerable box for yourself as well because it's an invulnerable armor, so it can't be affected by AP. Okay. And then that should update your, your resilience then. Right. All right, so you take one wound instead then, Jim. Yeah, that gives me resilience of nine. Is that right? 
Yeah, that should be right because it's it's your it's your toughness plus your tier plus your armor. And that's Rosarius is mean. Yeah, that's a tasty bit of kit. Mm-hmm. That's like almost as good as your armor, isn't it? Um, yeah, because ultimately my armor gets affected by AP, whereas yeah. his does not. <laughs> so well, if he, he gets hit by a las cannon, he's fine. If I do, I might be a little bit toasty. All right, so Dan, what you want to do? I mean, she's fired at the priest now, so now I have to kill her. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the duty of the sisters of battle, unfortunately. Seems fair. Um, remember, you're at plus one difficulty on all things. And so, we'll make it, so we'll call it difficulty five because you're also shooting into darkness. Um, difficulty five. It's more based on her defense rating, though, isn't it? Oh, okay. So uh, her defense is three. So we'll call it defense five then. If that's if that's what you're saying from defense three, that yeah. makes sense. That was what we were for. Um, yeah, five. I only got three successes. I will use a wrath point. Oh, I should have aimed as well. Never mind. I'll use wrath point to reroll that forward slash 3d6. I think I missed with three, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, forward slash uh, roll 3d6. Let's see what I got in there. Three or three yep. or four. Well, I only one got more one, success. one more success. So it's only four successes, so I don't need a I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that convicted about murdering uh, a woman. So you fire a bolt off into the darkness. Um, she's clearly stood not where you thought she was. And <laughs> um, switching back to them. And a hulking shape comes charging out of the shadows directly at you, Dan. Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing? We are. It's a physical attack based on its strength, isn't it? Yeah, so it's weapon skill first. Yeah, okay. If they're not armed with anything, it's strength six. Flat. Do I know if your armor is fireproof? My armor is not fireproof. Okay. That's a terrible roll. That would be no successes. So this hulking one. figure with bits of metal attached all down the left-hand side of it comes charging out of the darkness towards you. Um, but because of the flames, it's charging towards an optical illusion where it thinks you are and misses you. Kind of runs past, roaring and howling as it does so. You can see that it's got the same messed up face, but it looks like it's got almost cybernetics attached to it. But we're talking serious back alley cybernetics. Wow. This is not the work of a professional. So... Um, Initiative bounces back to you, Jim. Okay. Uh, he's going to get burnt. What was the ED of the flamer? ED flamer is one. 
You put it in the gear, put it into your gear so you can click on it from your gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so it's much easier. What's its range? Uh, four, eight, four, eight, twelve. Tiny a thing with numbers. Oh, sorry. Um, getting all uh, excited. Um, let's give it some. Roll. No, that's wrong, isn't it? No, please ignore me. That's wrong. Or is, is that it wrong? No, that's right. No, that's right. Okay. Uh, you've is correct. Yeah. Um, defense is three. I believe you have to beat their defense, not equal it. And resilience I, is five. Have we got any wrath points that are going spare? The wrath, wrath points, points are on your own. character. Ah, I am so you, sh- you should you should have had two at the beginning. You yes. really used one. Yeah, that's right. Do they do they upgrade every game? Uh, yeah, every... They, they replenish every every session. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll uh, wrath. And as if by magic, it happens again. No. So clearly, the moving target presents a lot more of yeah. a, a challenge to you. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to miss the, the sister. That's what it is. You're like walking fire with your flamethrower, but because he's running, it's yeah. like you're following him with the flame. And you can see this guy with this one long metallized arm and cheap, shonky cyberware running and roaring as he goes. So we'll bounce back to... Does anyone object to me using a glory point to interrupt the combat here? Look at you. I'll use a glory point to interrupt the combat. I will use an act of faith to activate divine guidance upon myself. Um, so it'd be double my rank bonus in my ballistic skill. Uh, what is my DN for now? Now she's in the light. Or he, she's she. not in the light. This is a different thing. This isn't mom. Oh, this isn't mom. This is something else completely different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then is my. So your difficulty will be um, based on defense? Yeah, defense plus one because you're making it yeah, more difficult. So you're, you're going for fours then. Okay, lovely. So lovely. Your difficulty is four. Yeah, so, okay, that's fine. That's no problem. Because I've got a lot more to put in there now, because we are rank two, so I will get an additional four pool dice in that pool. For I am holy. That'll be um, that'll be seven oh, successes man. with two possible shifts. So I will shift both those to damage, right? So that I can still and a critical hit. Yeah. Oh, I get to roll on the critical hit table. That's exciting. I've not got to do that before. It's not doing it though. It's two d six, isn't it? Was it d sixty six? So, oh, and she'll she'll be much closer, won't she? Or it will be really close. He, this one is. He, is the boy. he will be really close, won't he? Yes. And I have to roll two d six for some reason. It's not rolling my rapid fire because uh, I now poor. I now know how my rapid fire works. I'm just going. Right, there we go. Let's see. What did I get there? 
so I get another two points of damage. So it suffered damage. Um, 11. As a resilience of five. 13. And then what's the critical? What's that? Oh, I've got a roll. It's D66. D- it's a roll D66. Critical. Yeah. Uh, 44. 44 is a visceral blow. Crimson showers the ground. The battlefield is a gory spectacle of spilled blood and unsure footing. Target suffers one mortal wound. Each character engaged with the target must pass an agility test. No one is. For every glory you spend, target suffers plus one mortal wound and you can pick an additional effect, prone or two shock. Oh, wow. How much glory have we got in the pool right now? Upload. Okay, can I spend two... As much as you like. Can I spend two glory points to add two mortal wounds and make it prone, please? So it ultimately takes... Have you guys been taking the glory points off? Because I haven't, and I'm rubbish. Oh, you're not. Okay. Well, let's put it down to... to, to... I'm going to take it down to six, and down you spent... I don't think we've been adding it on, neither, but... I know I've made a couple of rolls tonight, decided it. Yeah, um, so ultimately it's taken... Oh, I shifted two to damage as well, didn't I? So that's two... 11, that's 13, 15 damage plus three mortal wounds. That's 18 damage, um, three of which can't be have any resilience against it. Um, so what was his resilience, you say? Or its resilience? It's not good enough for that. Its resilience was six. Six. No, wait, wrong one. My bad. Hang on. Its resilience was five. Bugger. Five. So it's just taken 13 points of damage. You cut it in half with bolt of fire. <laughs> the, the legs continue running for As a few paces as the torso the slumps down in a puddle of its own guts. And that cybernetic arm is just servoing like crazy, spinning it round and round as it shouts, dying in a puddle of its own gore. Destroy the mutant in the Emperor's name. Can a change pull the arm off? Can you what? Can we chainsaw chain sword the uh, cybernetic armor? Uh, yeah, when, when when you feel like it. There are still others in the cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean you, you've only taken care of three of them so far. Come by, army lordy. <laughs> I mean that one was probably the toughest. Oh no, wait, there's mom. The Emperor's light shines upon me. <clears throat> uh, a voice from the back of the cave says, We surrender. Please show mercy. Come out with your hands in the hair. Yeah. Hands in your hair. Uh, and from the back of the cave um, comes a, a really, really ugly old man in what looks to be a homemade wheelchair of some kind. <laughs> and he, he wheels his way out. It's just got a squeaky wheel. Sounds like we've got a piggy. But he, he wheels himself forward and then he puts his hands up. And then he wheels himself forward and puts his hands up again. <laughs> it takes him a little while to, to sort of squeak his way forward. And he stopped. Any more of you back there? You can see he's got a little tube going over his ear and into his nostrils. 
Is there any more of you at the back there? Are you going to come out into the light? Not you. Stay there. <coughs> so he's wheeled himself right forward, right next to you. Oh, I'm going to back up a little bit. He ain't going to come anywhere near me. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say he's going to bomb you. Well, yeah. That's what I was just about to do. Well, if, if the woman's not coming out, I'm just about to light him up. Okay, wait. <laughs> let, let him blow you up first. Oh, poo. <laughs> you got Rosarius. You'll be okay. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought can't rest- fight you in hand to hand. That was very restrained of Jim. I thought he would just light him up straight away. Well, I'll wait for both of them to come out, and then I was just going to burn them both. <laughs> oh, the logic of Jim. Okay, how do grenades work then, Dan? Run me through this. Because it depends on the type chair. of chair. He doesn't it, have to throw it. it. It depends on the type of grenade he's got strapped to himself, whether it's a frag or a crack grenade or something special. Um, we're we're going to go with a, a frag grenade. Okay, let me find grenades. Page 10. They're on page 220. Does damage, damage 10, 10 no, 84. Well, like I said, so a crack grenade was more directed um, and a frag grenade is a um, large explosion. Yeah. Yeah, it's different um, size of blasts. Yeah. So it's one, blast six. So that that basically it, it just kind of goes it. up. It's not like he's yeah. throwing it or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he's sat on it. So uh well sorry, what kind of grenade is he using? Crack. Frag, sorry, frag. Frag. Uh, yeah. So it's blast six. That's basically it's radius meter wise. So it's probably gonna hit both of us. Yeah, he's close enough to hit you both. Yeah, and then it's damage ten. Yeah. Um, and extra damage dice four. Okay, so the damage comes off of your defense and then your resilience, one assumes. Resilience first, yeah. Resilience then. Yeah. Okay. So you roll your four 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 extra dice. We'll see if it does any uh, additional damage. So let's see what dice you got. So it does an extra four six. three points of damage. So, so 13, 13 points damage. Of damage. So I shall roll determination and shift as many of that over to my shock as I can. Uh, what have I got? Shock four. So let's shift some of that over. Cool. Well, I'm going to shift two of those over into shock. Uh, and I'll take two two wins. Okay. Can I do the same? You, yep. So you've got a determination at the top of your thing. Top yep. of your combat page. You need to roll that. Oh, wow. Um, you can shift as much as you have shock. You can't go down to shock five. zero, otherwise you run away like a big club I've got five shock. Is that right? Yeah, that would be set up for your character. Um, so what, you can ship four of them as shock? Yeah. Okay. So your resilience nine, so you would have taken... Four. Four damage. So you, you can shift all of it. You can shift all four, yeah, you can shift all of it. So shock you are uninjured, but a little bit surprised. Yeah. Uh, then it is your go, though, Jim. Oh, As this this old man in his chair just kind of explodes in front of you, showering the pair of you in more shrapnel. gore and viscera and bits of shrapnel. Uh, I'm going to press the, the trigger of my flamer and keep it pressed and just walk forward into the cave. Wave okay. it up, side to side. 
So if anything's in front of me, it's going to get burnt. All right. Uh, make a roll at difficulty seven on your flamer then, and we'll see if you hit anybody. Right. So if I go to flamer, difficulty number seven, yeah? Yeah, because you're just kind of shooting blind into the darkness. Yeah. That's cool. You can take a point of glory. Oh, no, I was going to say before you start. <laughs> oh, something unexpected happened. <laughs> Who could the, have predicted the flamer explode? <laughs> God, I hope not. Would be bad. Roll. Hey, can I use glory to offend up? No, not at this point. Roll a d6. A physical mishap occurs. So as you're walking forwards with your flamer, you slip in a puddle of old man guts. <laughs> and you, one foot slides forward and you shoot upwards with the flamer. And you just kind of shower the ceiling with fuel, lighting up the whole room. You don't hit anybody, but you're now laying on the floor. So you have the prone condition. Okay. And um, this guy's going to try and shoot you. Is it a little bit like a, a bit of a scene out of Flashdance? I don't know, a bit more carry on than Flashdance, I think. Uh, threes aren't successes, are they? No, no. A five, a four, and a five. So three successes. Now I'll certainly get through his defence. Get through your defence. Uh, what is your defence? His defence is one. His defence is one. So that's uh, two extra dice. Or is it just one extra dice? It'll tell you how many extra dice you get uh, on with the weapon. It just says plus one. So one yeah, extra so it's dice. One extra dice. So no, that doesn't do any extra no, damage. So it's just a flat damage of his gun. That would be a flat damage of seven. And then it'll which do nothing won't to... do anything to you, Jim. Yeah, an auto pistol fires at you out of the darkness and does nothing. Dan. I see the muzzle flash. You do. I kill the muzzle flash. <laughs> Once again, using another faith point to act of faith. Emperor, guide my guide my aim. Send from your sight this mutant. I'm going to stop off. sending T-rated enemies against you guys, I think. <laughs> and she uh, enacts uh, Divine Guidance again for a second uh, time and uh, unleashes her bolt gun yet again. These guys were supposed to be a challenge to the whole party. Oh. Well, I apologise in advance. for it's not your fault. Sorry, man. The, the blame is all, win all on me. When you started using explosives, I thought you were getting one back on me for that door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that door. My most, my most aggressive monster. The most damage you've ever inflicted in Woofrup, yeah. and it was an exploding door. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I blame Lewis entirely for that. It wasn't your fault. I am going to um, roll the re-roll with my raft die because I don't want the complication. Actually, to be fair, all the complication would do is empty my clip. You can't, uh, you can't re-roll. Oh, right. No, I just realised that I can't re-roll it anyway. So anyway, let's roll some damage. 
you're, you're going to run out of ammo, mate. That's going to be terrible. No, don't worry. I've got loads of extra clips with me. Yeah. Yeah. I've got three. Oh, where have you gone? Complication Because uh, complications can be more than that. I had the table a minute ago. 163. There we go. Generally speaking, with um, rapid fire weapons, if you get a RAF complication, it's your you clip yeah. clip empties. Generally speaking, yeah, but I've got a D6 table with an optional rule here, so let's do that. Okay. So you roll the um, four. Yeah, yeah, that was no, that was just um, extra damage because oh, it's okay. not picking up Sorry. my rapid fire two for some weird reason. So uh, it's taken twelve damage. All right, and then roll a D6. Roll a D6. Oh, roll D6. Six. Five. Uh, the environment changes. Masonry. Oh, wow. Rocks fall. Everyone dies. Nice. <laughs> the environment changes. Masonry collapses, revealing another path or a potential foe. The terrain becomes difficult, flooded or visibility lowers. So from the flame on the roof and your shot, how much damage did you do? I did 12 damage. That is he's not not walking away from that. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. But you're Sorry, no, that was Jeb. Oh, uh, sorry, Jeb. <laughs> Whoever it was whose muscle flash came out of the light darkness. It's literally just mom left. You've killed all the others. Um, excellent. And as like my sort of like movie action, I shall position myself between the you priests. blow big chunks out of the wall, causing a bit of a rock slide over on the wall, turning it into difficult ground to move upon. Excellent. Right, come on, mom. I believe in you. You can do the thing. Right. Um... I should allow myself to bolt. None of you have the chaos keyword, do you? Absolutely not. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is one of our group that's working yeah. on it. But, uh, <laughs> as of, that corruption. As of, an as interaction right attack. What the hell is interaction attack? I think it's still a valid question. You know, if they're the I'm, Emperor's I'm angels, that. how did they fall to chaos? Yeah. <laughs> interaction attacks are like aiding someone or, you know, intimidating somebody in combat, I think. Right. Okay. So from the darkness, a voice cries out, Kneel before the dark gods. Now. That's one. How much does a six get you? Is it two, two. successes? Yeah. Two. One, two, three, four. Five, I can see. Five successes there, then. What's this for? Uh, an intimidation. No, sorry, a persuasion. Any target affected by that is prone. Oh, so it's like a psychic compulsion? Yeah, it's like a psychic compulsion to throw yourself on the floor. It, is it actually a psychic attack? Oh, yes, it is. Then, as a reflective action, I shall spend a faith point with Shield of Faith, and I shall ignore the psychic power or effect. Uh, and, sorry, it's not three successes, it's four, because I missed out one of the things. For it, it matters for not, for I ignore the psychic attack. <laughs> for I am a sister of battle, and we suffer not the witch. Okay, well, Jim... You're already prone, so that was a useful waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm down to one faith point remaining out of my force. So. <laughs> Dan, can you do me a quick favour? Would you please have a look at the following abilities? Because I've not got my book, some shit. Yeah. Uh, fiery, invective, and arsonist. I've not been using them. Okay. Uh, do we know what page? To... I, I think we could all argue that you have been using arsonist. <laughs> yes. 
Actually, I think I was looking for arsonist last time and I couldn't find it in the book. I believe arsonist is in when in another book. I can't remember. If it's in another book, I won't be able to tell you because I've only got Wrath and Glory. Uh, let's go. It's an ability, I assume. Fortunately, we have an Aaron. I do have the other book. Let me pull it up. I've also got Flagellant as well, which I did this morning. So I think that gives me bonuses as well or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you took a win yeah, as does. well. In... Yeah. I love it when there's a little chart next to my page side here. There it is. Talents. Talents. Uh, six successes then, Jim, to shoot you. To shoot me? Oh, no, that's six damage. My bad. The, the sister is standing in front of him at this point in time. Four success. Oh, okay. Well, sorry then, Dan. It'd be four success, seven successes to hit you. Yeah, I've only got a defensive two, so it definitely hits me. Uh, and then damage is seven plus one is eight. Nope. nope. Resilience ten. Yeah. Just bounces off my ceramic. Auto armor. guns like spang <laughs> off your armor. <laughs> I should have used the kill them all ability. It's a bit late now because there's no one else left to use it on. <laughs> and they were trying to lure you in by pretending not to be chaos monsters. Didn't work on Jim. The emperor guides and protects, Jim. The emperor guides and protects. You're not wrong. He, he warmed me in a special place before I come down there, if you remember. And then you warmed them in a special place. Yeah. Just all over. Uh, so, Jim, it's your go. Remember, you are prone, however. Can I get up them? Uh, no, because you're currently kneeling before the dark gods. <gasps> Challenging with his mind. Can I not break that? Oh, you can try. Yeah, I'll break that. Or we'll try and break it. Let's have a psychic mastery roll to push back on that then. And your difficulty on it is going to be five. Uh, okay. Well, five, uh, do you want me to write? Well, well, no, it's the same thing, isn't it? Three successes, three failures. Yeah. And one wrath complication. So fiery invective means you can preach the word of the Imperial Creed as a free action once per combat. You and all your allies with the Imperium keyword heal 1d3 plus your rank in shock. Ooh. Okay. Uh, nice. Make a 1d6 roll, please, Jim. Six. Oh. Uh, your Rosarius blinks out. Temporarily. Maybe it could be fixed. Who knows? Can I shoot my gun? Emperor's light has left it. You can shoot your gun. No. Uh, difficulty five. Okay. Just real quick, make... Jim. Real quick, Jim. Arsonist. Uh, you keep starting fires and they burn long into the night. When you inflict the on-fire condition, your victim suffers an additional plus rank mortal wounds at the start of each of your turns. 
The DN You're a fire starter, twisted fire starter. The DN for the athletics test for your victims to remove the condition is also increased by plus rank. Oof. So you do oh. an additional, right now, additional two ranks of mortal wounds, and their athletics test goes up by, uh, DN goes up by two. Okay. Thankfully, no one as of yet has managed to survive the fire that they've been put on. <laughs> they've all just been dead. Can I spend glory to make this better roll, or? You can you can give spend a glory to give yourself extra dice. Just make sure you yeah. spend it out of the pool. Yeah, I'll do that. I can't. It won't let me take any out of the pool. No, it will. There you go. Yeah. Can I just ask, Jim? Are you about to set fire to the thing that's in the background where I'm standing, right in front of me? <laughs> are you poking the flame right between my legs? <laughs> yeah. Right round the side of you. Okay, that's fine. As long as you're not about to set Sister Evelyn on fire. On your left. So how many, how many dice does that give me? If you spent the glory, put it's a dice for a glory point. Extra uh, dice. Yeah. Okay. So put an extra dice in your pool. Oh, okay. Four successes. Uh, defense is three. Resilience is six. So Base damage is ten, right? Plus one ED. Plus one ED, yeah. So four gets through three, Minimum. so you've got plus one ED. So just roll one D6. Yeah. Jim. Okay. You should be able to set it up in the weapon, to be fair. Yep. I'll show you how to do that later. Yeah, sorry. That's right. It just means there's automatically a thing there that says roll damage, which lets you roll it. So one extra point of damage. So that's 10 plus one is 11. Armor of six. And ah, on- now she is on fire. But this is where your um, punking animator comes into play. Because oh. that does not enough damage to kill her. So she's on fire. She'll take an additional plus two mortal wounds every, take an every turn. Plus two mortal wounds. So she will die next round, but does get to do something first. Uh, I think she is going to whip out her chain sword and use it on Sister Evelyn. And to land, slash roll, fister with your power fist. <laughs> That's a shit roll, if ever there was one. I can spend ruin, can't I? Yep. To re-roll. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you don't need to. Oh, okay. You'd already rolled. For, you'd already rolled three successes at that point, so you'd you were already going through my armor, okay. oh, my defense level. Sorry, but I you wanted got, more. You got five now. <laughs> you got five now. It doesn't matter. You beat my defense level. I know, so. but it's the thought that counts. Oh, the thought that counts. <laughs> I mean, you're going to kill her in an action, so let's at least get something out of this. Okay. Uh, so that's ooh. It's her strength plus the damage of the chainsword. So what's her strength? 
Strength is three, but she does eight plus four with the chain sword. So that's one, two, three plus eight is eleven. Eleven. So I take one one point of damage. Yes. Yeah, look at that. You got chain sworded. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Go on then, finish it off. Uh, well, I mean, she's in combat now, so I can't can't use my bolt gun anymore. So I've only got a knife, so it's actually not. But she is on fire. Yeah, I know. But you know, this is like more. you're fighting an evil nanny og here. Okay. Uh... This is grotesque, grotesquely misformed, rapidly <laughs> crispifying mutant grandma. Oh no, poor poor lady. <laughs> um, I, I will aim for an extra dice. I'm I'm going to try and stab her. <laughs> Because that combat is not where Sister Evelyn has the best of skills. But literally any damage will kill. Never mind. I um, really, really stab her. <laughs> I, I, How many did I need? She's got defense three, isn't she? She's got defensive three. And so I'm going to shift. I'll shift my two shifts I've got to damage. Uh, and I do an additional point of damage. So in total, she takes... Uh, seven damage plus three. Ouch. All right, make so a d6 roll as well. Then it's gonna break my knife. Is it? Oh, d6. Boom, two. Two. Uh, yes, you, you, you stick the knife right in the top of her head so hard that it crushes her head down impacts her spinal column uh, snaps your knife off inside her skull that's my father's knife well attachment uh it's to remind me of his heresy uh well there you backstory go. but now the backstory will never be fully realized well it still can be because you've still got the hilt <laughs> and jim i mean uh ben yes. uh combat cal- uh, complications are actually on page 191 and they're a D66 roll. And they're much worse than they are standard much, complications. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, they are much worse. Well, we use them next time. <laughs> nice. There's me using regular complications. <laughs> rookie mistake. Rookie. Rookie. Anyway, yeah. Oh, she can keep the knife. Mm, snap. Snap. Yeah. And she kind of collapses to the floor in a burning heap. Uh, the cave is actually quite well lit now because someone <laughs> someone set the entire ceiling on fire. The emperor. That's who what who it was. I uh, say, so Jim, you sort of pull yourself to your feet um, now that the mesmeric spell of the ruinous powers has been lifted from you by the sister of battle. Sisters giving a prayer to the emperor for helping her to deliver the mutant and the heretic from yet another one of his beautiful worlds. <laughs> and uh, she's going to sort of dust off her armor a little bit. She's got some scrapes scrapes and some cats, but she's overall, she's all right. She's a chainsaw stuck in your shoulder plate. Yeah, well, she'll remove that. <laughs> You hear some pistons that come leverages out. It's not out. pretty chainsawed. It's not like one of those nice uh, no. ones. This is she like will a... throw it straight into the fire for it is a weapon Gas-powered of heresy. powered monstrosity. It's a weapon of heresy and she throws it in the fire. 
Uh, meanwhile, back at the van, they've been gone for quite some time now. And Sakar is taking a nap because this is the first time he's felt relaxed and comfortable since he joined this group. <laughs> would, would I see any gouts of flame from, uh, uh, from where we are? Okay. Make an awareness check. Okay. Uh, just, just Simon. Oh, look, I got a critical, I got a rat critical. Six successes. Yeah, Yes, um, clearly some something exciting is happening up there. There's flashes coming from over in that direction. Okay. The brightness outside is brighter and you're getting occasional flashes still from inside as well. Um, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, I think everything's okay up there. You just hear snoring coming from across uh, Sakar's uh, loaned Voxcaster. <laughs> Dan, do you want to do anything? Yeah. Okay, back in the cave. Jim. Yeah. You're, you're a bit of a mess. You're covered in gore and burns. But it's glorious. But this place has been purged. Okay. What do the two of you want to do? I imagine we share a look of not smugness, but like uh, we've done the emperor's work today. Absolutely. And, uh, in fact, the, the sister even takes her helmet off for just a split second to smell the burning heresy before putting the helmet back, giving a smile to the father and then putting the helmet back on and just saying, we have served the emperor and the faith today. We should return Indeed. to our group. Yes. Are you looking around? Or just yeah. walking it. We'll have a look around for any um... more heretical stuff we can burn. Yeah. Uh, well, looking around, uh, you can see that in here there are a couple of stubbers. There's the chainsword, none of which are particularly clean or pleasant. This appears to be the home of some kind of clan of some kind. There's like household goods stuff scavenged from traders and passers-by and out the back you find a larder which horrifies and disgusts you hanging in the larder you can find bits of people some whole torsos some just limbs no heads remain sister average goes father I'm burnt <laughs> that's all she needed to say bubbling away on the stove you find a couple of human feet cooking in some kind of stew yeah we're going to cook it in a, in a flame yeah uh, I, I just suggest to the father that uh, we should back out of this cave and just set it on fire so you back out just torching everything Yes. So, Julius, in the distance, you see these two little shadows appear in front of the fire. And, and about 20 minutes one, later, they return. One lot, one lot taller than the others. I shall... I shall they, in, they have been inwardly, in the wars. I shall uh, inwardly bemoan myself for not, not firing my big gun. Majestus is covered in blood and gore and burn marks. Sister Evelyn has got auto gun pock marks on her armor oh. and a big chainsaw gash in one shoulder plate um, i shall call octavian 
they have clearly seen some shit. Um, Octavian, you are, your services may be required. Indeed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Octavian my present to him. The cyber arm. He hands you this cyber arm that he's chainsawed off of this other guy. It's the shittest cyberware you've ever seen. Um, this, this looks like someone once described cyberware to someone else and they tried to make it. It's the thought that counts, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, it's groundbreaking in its awfulness, uh, but this is absolutely heretical, awful stuff. It has no machine spirit. Whoa! It's literally a, an appendage of rage and destruction. Um, yes, I'm not going to tell the priest that, you know, he's been holding a heretical item because he just won't understand. Yeah, this uh, would absolutely um, qualify in your book as heretic. Yeah. I'll, I'll destroy it. The Emperor has seen fit to deliver us our victory today. We have purged chaos from the planes of this planet. And I blessings on us. Can I make an, a, a roll to see if I notice that, um, that she's lost her knife? Uh, you can make an insight roll, I suppose, because you'll have to hold it differently or carry it differently because it won't fit in a holster anymore. Oh, she left the whole thing behind. Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, she, she has no knife then? No, she. in that moment, she decided that that was the Emperor telling her to let go. So I have success, because it's just a mono knife, isn't it? It wasn't even that, it was just a, I mean, a knife. Just a knife. It? Okay. It, it didn't so, even look particularly of anything. So I, I, I got three, well, I got approved. I shall, um, I shall pull out my mono knife and say, you appear to have lost your knife, and I shall offer it to the sister. And the sister holds her hand up and thanks, Julius, for it. But I have no need of a knife today. I'll put it back in one. I feel like sister's going to get promoted and get like a chainsaw at some point. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling she's feeling pretty good about herself. She's going to she yeah. can't wait to tell the abbess. Just take the skeleton out and just just whack the power fist on. You saw it. <laughs> okay. Listen, bones. So we shall leave you there, returning from your conflict on the plains of Gilead Primus, well on your way towards this bar that you're hoping to attend um, I should probably let Pete know that we're done because I haven't done so hey boss we are done there's a little bit of a glimpse behind the magic that is Garblag for <laughs> everybody there don't you feel blessed <clears throat> so Anybody want to do anything at that juncture? Nope. Dan wants to go to bed. <laughs> Which one? Probably both. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let's go through everybody, see if anybody wants to do anything. Jim? Uh, no, I just want to clean myself up, really. Sure. So you get to the cleaning. And... Oh, I'm going to ask um, um, the Mechanicus uh, chappy, Octavius, uh, Octavian, even sorry, uh, to have a look at me, Rosa, uh, Rosarius. Okay, cool. 
so tempted not to do it. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what does Sikar want to do apart from have a snooze? So, I mean, that's it. Unless until he gets woken up, he is having probably the first uh, perfect night's rest probably in his entire life. He feels <laughs> safe and because he doesn't know that the father and, and the sister back. of battle are back yeah. yet. So he's out. That's it. Julius, what does Julius want to do? <laughs> um, I'm still on watch, so I will continue being on watch. Okay, you continue being on watch and whizzing around in your little seat. Damn, what's her sister Evelyn going to get up to? Uh, she's going to wake up Sakar because she needs help uh, removing some of the pauldrons and stuff from her armor. And... Oh, yeah, sister. Uh, oh, hey. Welcome back. Did you have a nice chat with the people up on the hill? I mean, she's covered in blood and pot marks <laughs> and frag damage and stuff. And she was like, yes, the Emperor's blessing has been delivered this day. That's that's fantastic, sister. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, you're a, you're a bit of a mess there, though. Uh, Precisely why I have awoken, awoken you. I, unfortunately, there's normally a, a servitor or someone who can help me with this, but I, I need to remove my pauldron and, and do some field repairs. Oh, I'd be happy to help you, sister. You've been so kind to me over the last few days, and you haven't tried to kill me or nothing. Yet. And then at that point, that is young. At that point, she just kind of points, she points into like the clasps and stuff that she needs she can't reach on the back and things like that. So it's a car mentally taking notes. Okay, if the sister ever attacks me, if I press here, here, and here, (laughs) she'll only be 80% as deadly. But yes, but she'd also, you know, she, the Mechanicum guy's looking at something and she kind of partially trusts Sakaia. So <laughs> she just needs a pauldron so she can do some field repairs. Yeah. Yeah. He okay, does cool. the best job he can for because he wants to stay on her good side. No, normally she would have attendees removing the pauldrons and cleaning it all up for her, but obviously she's in the field. So <laughs> she makes do with what she's got right now. Uh, and what does Octavian want to get up to? Um, there is a thing that I want to do with this um, uh, Ros- Rosarius thing. Um, can I save him for next week? Yes, yes, you can. It means he's going to send me secret messages. <laughs> I am going to send you a secret message. Yes. If the priest ever attacks me. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I did that once in a Star Wars game. I knew there was a fight coming between me and one of the other players. So I took the GM aside and put explosive bolts in all of his joints. <laughs> yeah, but you've never had Darth Vader jump onto your spacecraft, did you? <laughs> in the game we were playing, I was the equivalent of Darth Vader at that point. Uh, I personally pooped myself. Understandable. I'd get some wet wipes and clean the seat up. Uh, that was a, that was a wonderful episode. I love that show. <laughs> right. Well, everybody gets thirty XP once more, which means that um, we when you get a chance We're to rank three, up, you can tier up. I believe to tier two. No, yeah. rank three. Rank three. Rank three. Definitely hit rank, rank three. Yeah. I think the next one's tier. Next tier up. Yeah, How much exactly. XP should we have in total? Hundred at this point. How does Sorry? the tier up work? 100 um, XP in total. <clears throat> There's like a tier package you have to uh, characters yeah. unlock and it can take your tier one to a tier two. And so oh, so you, you have yeah, to have a certain have to, number of... Yeah, you have to meet the minimum experience 
point, the minimum stat and skill requirements yeah. for that. You package. have to have hit at least 100 XP. Yeah. And meet the minimum stat package for what you want to go to. Oh. How, do you, how do you put some in the spent column? I couldn't do it. I couldn't get it to work. So. Uh, you, you put it in the total. And then if you actually go into your stats and skills and you use the middle column, that's that's the column that uses experience. So you increase that and it'll automatically deduct your. So if you look on like under oh, yeah, where it says zero uh, under your strength, yeah. I that's got advances in it. So if you put an advance in something, it levels it up. Same on your stats, the middle column. So attributes, you've got three stats. You've got a red one, a black one, and a zero one. The zero one, when you put it up, it's an advance. And then in the middle column of all of your skills, that's your advances. Right. So yeah, now we're, we're tier one, rank three. Yes. And once everybody selects their next pack, the package they want for advancement, and everybody has enough experience to advance to that, then after this tier, we can advance. Which will probably two. be the end of the adventure, to be fair. Yeah. But yes, you are tier three, rank one. Tier one, rank three. Tier one, <laughs> rank three, that too. I wonder where you find, so where'd you find, where'd you find tier two then? Uh, tier two, you need to go through the rules and have a look. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's an ascension section. which There is a whole basic... section on how to yeah. ascend. Uh, the ascen one the ascension. Yeah, ascension so basically, for, for all intents and purposes, Ben decides when we go up a tier. And you, have to, you, have to, you have to hit a minimum of 100 XP to go up a tier. And yeah, then yeah, generally yeah, speaking, yeah. you have to decide sort of what archetype you're going into and so on and so forth. Or if you want to take your current archetype on, then you can look at a stat boost um, system that helps you survive yeah, as a yeah. tier two character in the tier two world. And we can yeah. discuss that between now and next week. But for now, we yep. have been Gobbler Games. Thank you very much for coming and watching us play Silly Buggers. <laughs> uh, check us out on Discord. Um, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Patreon. Because Pete's watching me now, so I have to do all the things. Hey, Ben, what's happening this week? What's happening this week? That's a good question, Jim. I'm glad you asked. Well. Well, over to Dan. Tomorrow night, we have some cyberpunk ret, uh, which <laughs> should be pretty awesome. And we're going to do some uh, character creation um, using the uh, all-out um, character creation system. So, yeah, um, none of that namby-tamby cyberpunk nonsense no, no, is going to no, be no, full no. on. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have a little catch creation and chat about what is cyberpunk and uh, make our characters and then uh, kickstart our campaign if we still have time that night. But yeah, because it is a little bit lengthy, but it should be fun. And then on Friday, nice well, running a game. Oh, North America, Thursday. North America, Thursday, Acton Cthulhu. Correct. Yes. And then on Friday, nice running a game, nice running a game, which means I can play. So hooray for Nye. Monster of the Week on Friday. And that takes us back around to next week. But thank you very much for joining us this evening. Uh, may the Emperor guide and protect you all. Or else. Emperor protects. Night. Night.